We are recording. So apparently, if you phone in and are in Zoom on the on the uh, like call in option uh, and you start recording, then Dime Store Siri is still there. So take mm. heart, take heart, that she lives on. Just mm-hmm. not the way that, not the way that we normally experience. Uh, okay. Yeah, my internet was out for a couple hours last a week or two ago, and I had to. That one for a meeting that was being recorded. I was very pleased when I heard her voice come back on. <laughs> all right. So previously, uh, you all um, uh, took some time to research all the hinky hinky shit uh, that had happened around uh, Dusk Manor and Drith uh, and uh, Nithis. Uh, told people some selected information uh, about the book of Kyrex that she translated. Uh, you uh, disabled the entryway statues into the dungeon. Uh, Brindley looked for um, uh, the magical ring that Nithis told you all about that uh, she's looking for because it's what creates the stasis wards, but was unable to find it at the Dusk Manor estate. Uh, Nithis talked to Avi to get some answers and once again did not get much that Nithis cared about. Y'all took a couple days of rest, uh, worked on the smithy, stable, the carriage. Nithis uh, started investigating the teleportation circle in the basement and realized that the magic item down there essentially let you all cast teleportation circle at will. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah uh, it is a permanent feature of the basement though it's not portable just FYI <laughs> oh okay <laughs> get a, you gotta get ahead of the player shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> oh man so you made um, preparation oh I completely skipped over um, 88 uh, setting out a table uh, and negotiating oh, yeah. with uh, Lucia and having a very interesting conversation, um, maybe, I wouldn't say being convinced of Lucia's point, but uh, having a lot to think about after talking to Lucia about uh, why she's not telling the people of Drith about what she's doing and why, it's a, why, it's, why she thinks it's a better way of doing it and immortality, you know, immortals and all those sort of things. Uh, but uh, you messed around with the teleportation circle and decided to venture forth and see where the one uh, non-home symbol you had led to. So you gathered all up, uh, said goodbye to Blair and popped through the circle, finding yourself in a in stasis uh, little temple in Nishima. You popped the stasis bubble, uh, looked around the... Uh, environment found a bunch of foliage grown up around the uh, uh, outside of the fence that was stasis uh, creating sort of kind of hiding it uh, where it was at you were able to have Brindley part the foliage with her druid craft and head down uh, towards uh, well you, you saw Mount um, uh, uh, Mount Kokoryu uh, in the distance and realized that yes you were in Nishima near Hikido uh, which is where um, Gwen is from. So you thought maybe it'd be nice to go visit Gwen's family uh, and headed down towards Hakidu. 
Hakido on the way to Mount Kukuryu. Uh, along the way, you were trailed by wolves. Uh, and when it looked like the wolves might attack you, you attacked first. Uh, managed to make fight, fight them off fairly well uh, until the alpha wolf came along and started uh, healing them and reviving them. Uh, but you all were able to be victorious at the end, but the alpha wolf did tell you all uh, that you would regret uh, you would regret it. Uh, Didn't then, they attack? Like they were in the midst of attacking us. Not yet. They, they were, looked like they were going to. They looked like but they were their presence, it. huh? They were they're, stalking us. They were, they were stalking us. you, and it looked like maybe preparing to attack you. Were, so yeah. you preemptively, preemptively struck. Uh, I don't feel like we were bullies or beating up on these dire wolves. No, they're just <laughs> wolves, and you're in their in their territory. Okay. Um, uh, but then uh, you had the option. Uh, there was a, one that had not that was unconscious at your feet. Uh, you all healed it, and it ran off. So that was where we left it. And you continued on down the path towards Akito. And that's that's where we ended our session. It is a very uh, appropriately named rest day. Uh, it's the 13th of Sylvian. Uh, the uh, trees uh, wave lazily, sleepily in the breeze as you all make your way down the hill. Um, uh, after an hour of uh, easy walk, um, so if you want to count that as a short rest, I'm fine. If you have hit, hit dice you need to spend or anything to that effect, go ahead and do so. Oh, also, um, I saw that they had uh, they introduced a um, dice rolling uh, log option. <laughs> so you can turn that on if you want to. I don't. I, I mean, I trust you all that you're rolling uh, what you want to roll. On D Beyond. Mm -hmm. If you look right up next to where it says campaign on the upper right hand corner of your character sheet, there's a little talk bubble um, and it will keep track of your roles. And so I see that uh, Gwen just rolled a 10 at something. <laughs> Is it and game it, log? Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I know it notifies me, and it might also, I don't know if it notifies yeah, you. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, yeah, it notifies everybody. Where? Uh, in the upper right-hand corner of the D&D Beyond screen, there's a little uh, talk bubble next to campaign. And as people roll dice, it'll give up, it'll pop up little notifications there. And then you can click it to see uh, the history. Yeah, for some reason, I see the campaign thing, and then I see the anvil. Oh, uh, oh! Do you have dice shut off? No, I have dice on. Hmm. It says um, campaign season try, three. Try try refreshing your page. Oh, that could be it. I haven't refreshed it since. Yeah, they introduced it this week. So. Aha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Neat. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm healed up. Cool. Uh, Thanks. So, as you all um, make your way kind of out of the tree line uh, on this hill into sort of a rolling meadow, you see the outskirts of the city approaching in front of you, uh, and you all are maybe a, taken aback by the uh, beauty of having arrived in, in springtime, uh, late spring, early summer, 
as there's the city is full of these beautiful pink blossoms everywhere as all the uh, all the trees are blossoming in in season uh, you see a, a fairly um, a not too too densely populated city but a large city beneath you um, filled with lots of green space and trees uh, and, and buildings with kind of sloped roofs. Um, you see people kind of wandering about uh, to and fro uh, at a casual rest day sort of pace. Um, and uh, I know, is this a, uh, a popular tourist destination during the cherry blossoms? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's definitely people that will come here for that. Though um, travel through the country is still fairly dangerous. So it's typically more wealthy people that can afford, you know, maybe a couple guards or, a, a, you know, a thick carriage or magical transport or something like that. Um, but yeah, you definitely, there's definitely people that come, come here to see it. But uh, these trees are everywhere, though, in the country. So it's also, <laughs> they, it's something they can get elsewhere, but they do have them, you know, uh, they do have them in quite abundance here. And they do have some wonderful parks and botanical gardens and things here. Is this the capital of the country, or is this just one of the cities of the country? It's the capital of the country. Did you read the handout I sent you? Oh, son of a bitch. I probably, I didn't. The one that was specifically <laughs> made for you. <laughs> so that you know the facts about this country. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. That's all right. So, uh, you didn't give it to us, right? You just I No, we sent it to everyone. Sent it to everyone. Yeah, it's in the it's in the D and D group chat. Uh, it's called Concise Western Airstica. Um, but uh, I looked at it, Chris. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so you know. I mean, the only person who really go unread. The only person who really needed to read it was Sean. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I'm sorry. I didn't, it's it's I didn't, okay. I'm the only one who did. Your your characters your characters haven't been there, so it's more just that interesting play knowledge. Uh, yeah, just uh, I'll um, I can resend it uh, if y'all haven't found it in in there because I know there's a lot of a lot of stuff in there. There we go. I found it. Oh, there she is. Okay. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the capital. Um, it's the home of the uh, of the uh, Cantonate Palace, where the all the representatives of the different cantons across the country come together for legislature. Uh, as because uh, Nishima used to be a monarchy, uh, but now is a constitutional monarchy. Essentially, it has a representative government, though it still maintains uh, still maintains uh, a queen. Whose powers are basically limited to casting a tie-breaking vote of between the fourteen cantonates and um, and fifteen. What's that? They should just make it fifteen. They should, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she also, you know, has to like host date dinners and stuff like that. So, um. But uh, yeah, uh, people uh, don't seem to really notice you or pay much attention to you as you make it to the outskirts of town, despite that you are a m very motley crew that sort of stick out in this area. Are people speaking common or not? Yes. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where a long time ago, I was just like, I know it would be more realistic to have every area have its own language, but, but... It's, it's a fantasy game. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm and sure so, they have a language, like there's a language of Nishima, but they just don't speak that to us because they also know common. They're not Americans, God. Everyone speaks common. <laughs> they know more than one language. Uh, Sorry. That's true. People know like seven languages. <laughs> it's a it's a polyglottal world. Uh, uh, I have six. Six. You only speak six languages? Come only on, Slack. six. Slack. I know. <laughs> I am an adept linguist, though, so I can communicate with humanoids who don't speak any language I know as long as I inter- observe them interacting for at least a day. Really? That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I only know four languages. <laughs> that's how you know it's a fantasy game when you say only <laughs> four languages. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so... You all are on the outskirts of the city. Gwen, you've been here um, at least once. Uh, you came through here to get to the port city in the southeast that took you to the boat that, you know, that took you to Eastern Aristica uh, for your pilgrimage. Marf. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but um, as you make your way in through the um, sort of residential outskirts uh, you eventually find your, your way on a large main thoroughfare. What uh, direction are we heading? North. Are, would you say we're making our way downtown? Yes. You're, <laughs> I would definitely say you're making your way downtown. Um, yeah. So your little temple was to the south of the city. Um, okay. The mountain is to the north. Uh, you all are coming in. Um, uh, coming, yeah, coming from the south to the north. Uh, you'll definitely be hitting the sort of central part of town, the downtown, if you will, uh, through which flows, you could see from your temple, a large uh, river that's uh, uh, wide and it's kind of slow ambling through the city. Um, and as you get closer to the river, uh, you find uh, there are little street vendors selling food, uh, and you come upon a market square proper where people are hawking their wares, uh, almost in a kind of farmer markets vibe. It's a, it's fantasy Saturday, and so people are. You I know, miss farmers markets. Yeah, no. me too. Uh, and so you know, it's you know, so you know, a lot of people are off off work for the day, and so they're coming down and doing some commerce. All of them are just mingling with each other. None of them are wearing masks. It's a real fantasy. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, are there any sort of like cute home goods type of things being sold that i think my mom would like as a souvenir oh for sure there's like little um yeah just a little like uh there's there's somebody who's selling um uh paintings um and prints of varying sizes uh there's somebody who's uh who's who has little masks um that they're selling that can hang on a wall uh you uh, you see a couple of people that are um, selling kind of like religious icons. Um, so uh, I'm include- gonna get a painting of like the cherry blossoms in the mountain. There's a lot of those. Yeah, cherry blossom paintings are especially this time of year are in abundance. Yeah, stock. I uh, What quality? And I'm you- basic. 
<laughs> yeah. What quality would you like to get? Uh, I'll say you can, the, the base number is five, and then you can either append copper, silver, gold, or platinum to that to determine the quality of the painting. I'd pay five gold for a painting. All right. So you get a very wonderful, masterful painting of some cherry blossoms. Uh, it's for my mom. Mm -hmm, that you color. awkwardly stuff into your bag of holding. <laughs> it's all right. I got it. It's good. <laughs> um, you notice, uh, I'll just come back and get a new one. <laughs> uh, you notice there's one vendor that has a log line where they have a bunch of like um, noodles hanging up on racks and uh, as people come up they take these raw noodles and throw them in a basket and throw them in boiling water and a few minutes later uh, take them back out and you know splash in some seasonings and broth and hand them out and to little disposable containers yeah. what time is it is it food time uh, it's yeah, it's definitely food time. It's uh, so you left uh, you left after just after dark, so right right before dinner time uh, where you were, um, and it is uh, still not dark here yet. It's probably based on where the sun is in the sky. You probably still have another hour or two before it's dark, but it's definitely your tummies are definitely rumbling that dinner dinner rumble. I'm going to buy like little bits of street food from a few of the places we pass in order to get like a smorgasbord of snacks, taste different things like I'm at a food festival or something. Nice. Uh, what about the rest of you? What are you all doing uh, in this market? Definitely browsing. Mm -hmm. Are there like magical things? Uh, no, those would be reserved for shops. They're not something that would be left out in the open that just, mm -hmm. you don't want somebody running up and dashing off with it or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just think like farmer's market sort of vibes. Are there, um, are there like cloth vendors, like a cloth vendor? Oh yeah, for sure. There's a couple. Okay. I will, um, I'm going to try to find like five or six um, bolts of cloth, mm -hmm. like a size that could fit in a um, bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, so you can, I mean, they have all sorts of prints. They have, you know, just sort of basic textures. They have um, kind of like delicate floral prints. They've got silks. They've got... Um, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, anything you want, what would you, what kind of, like, what, are you thinking like more utilitarian or more decorative? I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking uh, a little bit of both. So something that's more, that's a, that's kind of a thicker, um, more utilitarian fabric, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe up to like eight or 10 kind mm -hmm. of, I imagine cobalt, Clothing is very bright, mm -hmm. uh, or and or with riotous patterns. So, um, so that's what kind of what I'm looking for is a as a a gift for for people. Garish, I think, is the word you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, they live, they live underground. They got to get they got to get their visual excitement where they may. Mm -hmm. All right, so textiles are expensive, so uh, it, it'll be uh, five gold pieces per bolt that you want to get. So, okay, so I will get, I will get five bolts of fabric. 
Um, 88, what are you doing? Um, 88 is probably going from stall to stall wherever they have uh, not food, because that wouldn't interest him, but um, any sort of craft work, mm -hmm. like little things that have been carved or painted or... Oh boy, howdy, you are in luck, sir. This is... Yes. <laughs> and just examining everything and appreciating all of the uh, mm -hmm. artistic talent that's gone into making these things. Uh, roll me a uh, perception check. Perception. Boop. There's a 24. Um, yeah, I would say uh, you, you pick up... Uh, you see some techniques that you've not seen before, having never been to this part of the world nor studying it. So you you definitely um, you definitely you definitely get some inspiration for some uh, ideas for new techniques to try with your jeweler's tools and your wood carving tools and smith tools and things like of that nature. Um, uh, and I'd say probably the most consequential one is um, there's one stall that's selling uh, these prints uh these of uh, serene nature prints uh and they're all done with like wood carved blocks uh Ooh. which is not something that you've seen before uh and so uh perhaps perhaps if you talk to that person he'll even show you some of the wood like some of the carvings he's done and how he you know applies the paint to it and presses it on the on the thing absolutely things. that's what idiot is doing um uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's, there's a cool breeze that kind of rustles through. It's a very pleasant day. The uh, smell of cherry blossoms thick in the air as uh, as you occasionally will just see these showers of petals uh, as the winds pick up. Uh, um, if the if the guy at the stall has a print with the mountain in it, idiot's mm -hmm. going to buy that. Uh, he does. Uh, he's selling it for a gold piece. Right. And can I also look for um, like bags of penny candy? I'm thinking <laughs> kind of like um, well, like no, like you've got um, so I, yeah, just like little like rock candies, essentially. Like well, like in a little individually wrapped like candies, the kind like that it would pop out of a um, oh a thing you hit and a pinata pinata. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of, couple of bags of ball bearings worth of. <laughs> yeah, you can you can get some cheap candy. Just uh, drop a five copper. Okay. Um, uh, but as you're inspecting bolts, and uh, right after you finish paying them, Gwyn, uh, you hear a kind of uh, uh, a loud cobalt trillish voice. Uh, uh, kind of pick up over the den uh, and it says uh, Gervais Winston Archer Neville or Gervais Winston Earlham Neville is that you? <laughs> and whose voice is this? <laughs> uh, you turn and you see uh, somebody that you recognize one of your clutch mates um, probably like a cousin uh, but um, uh, you do not recall their name Mm-hmm I am, I am opening my follow-ups. Uh, and uh, uh, she comes dashing over to you. Uh, she's wearing a very fine looking kind of uh, plate mail armor uh, with a chalic symbol on it. 
Uh, and she says, why, I thought you were on a pilgrimage. <laughs> well, and actually, I, she would probably be one of my sibs and not my fletchmates, because I only have nine of those. So I think I know who they are. Uh, well, yeah, just one of your, somebody, somebody that's not one somebody of your Somebody around brothers, your age. Somebody around <laughs> your age that's not one of your brothers or sisters that lives, lives there. Gosh. However, however, I still need to, I don't know quite the ins and outs of the couple. Well, it's because I haven't made most of it up, so. <laughs> well, the deadline on that's fast approaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but she comes in and grips your shoulders and gives you a, a hug. I give her a hug back. I, I, I'm kind of, kind of still on it. I know I'm not supposed to be back for another period of time, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, Amanda, I'm not going to do all that math because I know I'm supposed to be gone for two years, but I have no fucking clue how long I've been gone. <laughs> it's like been a month and a half. Well, it took him like almost uh, a year to get to, to New Haven. Oh. To New Haven from his. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, she says, oh, um, by the way, my name is Zori now, so. Zori. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to, good to see you again, Zori. You can, you can call me Gwen. And these are my friends. Um, you, you point and they're, they're just scattered throughout the oh, market. Yeah. <laughs> these, these are my, okay. My friends are <laughs> there. They're the ones that stick out like sore thumbs. Uh, she says, oh, so the Warforged, the blue one, uh, she's kind of squinting. Is that, is that it? Oh, there's another one, but I'm not supposed to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's, there's, there's rules. So. Red flag! Red flag! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she is. She's got the red fabric that she's waving around for some reason. <laughs> Nope. Yep, that was right. directed at Sean, not Gwen. <laughs> uh, she says, "Well, uh, she says, have you uh, have you had dinner yet? Let's let's catch up." Uh, you see, uh, you see, Brinley's like got an armful of food, and she's purchasing <laughs> more stuff from various street vendors. I'm kind of eating in between, but mm. a little bit eating in between each mm. stall. Yeah, there have been. Lots of handheld snacks. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be great to catch up. Can I see if I can wrangle my friends? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's wrangle them up. So we'll dash off into the crowd, and and I think Brinley would be most amenable to dinner immediately. <laughs> so we'll start with her. Morning? No, it's it's evening. It's almost night. Oh, you I guys left. It was night when you all left. Oh, okay. I say, oh, hey, hey, Brindley, this is my sim, Zori. Hi, and I give her a hug. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, I'm you're going to be hugging a lot of kobolds. Okay. Uh, she says, uh, <laughs> Gwen didn't tell me his companions are so friendly. It's mostly me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's very welcome. The others says, are a little more deserved. She says, that's quite the smartest board you um, Nithis, it takes her a little while to warm up to you once you dance. 
She says, hey, it takes it takes kobolds of every color to make the rainbow. So Exactly. So we were gonna get some dinner. I thought it, I thought we could all we could all go together and get some dinner and hear updates about what's going on in Dragon Ship. She says, "Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds great. Uh, I know a little park near here, kind of quiet. Uh, it's got a good view of the mountain. Sounds good to me. All right, I'll try to gather everybody else up. Shall we go have dinner? All right." So you see 88 kissing some some person near him at a, at a stall. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Matt was, Matt, Matt was kissing Brian. Brian. Oh. <laughs> 80, 88, that's not actually how people say hello I was like, here. My attention has been a little bit light, but I don't think it's been that light. <laughs> no, 88, uh, you see 88 is, is, uh, is receiving a, a carefully wrapped uh, uh, print uh, he's been th- talking to uh, uh, somebody who does these block carving prints. Uh, Weirdly, he's giving it to him with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby bird. <laughs> Can we move on, please? Yeah, yeah. No, it's gotten weird. <laughs> um, so we are we hired. We're just we all seemingly drunk. <laughs> Punch yeah, drunk, we're a yeah. little slap happy. Punchy, tired. Uh, so you 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 gather eighty eight. Um, uh, assuming Nithis consents to being gathered, you gather Nithis, and uh, and Zori leads you uh, through some buildings and up a slight hill to this nice little secluded, uh, grassy hill that's got like a lone cherry tree on top of it, uh, and the mountain looming in the distance and the river in the foreground um and and uh uh zori pulls out a a little picnic blanket and spreads it on the on the ground and did we grab Uh, food on the way or brindley had a bunch of it but uh zori also unpacked some stuff that uh that she had so uh some homemade foods it looks like uh and then a, a big uh cork jug apparently of uh some sort of uh rice wine I, I take a little like taste probably, of everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I probably would have grabbed something on the way to the eating spot too, just mm-hmm. to be really. Yeah, it's a really nice, serene vista, and uh, it, the buildings nearby muffle out the sound of the city, so it's kind of quiet and peaceful. Uh, as, uh, as Zori starts to eat and you know passes stuff around for you all to try and things like that. Uh. So I, it's been very exciting. I went to New Haven, as you know, and uh, met these fine folks. And, and we've been um, adventuring together ever since, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere from four to six weeks. So it's like a, it's like a significant relationship we've all built up together. Very intense, a very intense time together. Um, God, when did you all start? You started in the, I think the, yeah, the seventh of planting. So it's been like a month and a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. Which we are on par for D&D, just very. Yeah. Adventuring careers are short, but packed dense. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So how are things going at home? 
Oh, uh, well, I haven't, I haven't been there in a little while. I did my own, I, my own pilgrimage. Uh, um, didn't make it over to New Haven. I couldn't, couldn't afford the trip, but uh, I've been, I've been adventuring. Well, really? What have you gotten into? Uh, she says, well, it's funny you should mention. Um, and it's actually why I'm so happy to see you, because I've been praying to Chalik to send some, send some strong help, and, and suddenly you were there, so... Uh, she says, uh, I, my, I was with a party of, of folks, uh, and, well, I'm unfortunately the last one left. Oh. What happened? Did they all die? She nods kind of grimly. Oh, oh God. She says, uh, yeah, oh, wow. un- yeah, unfortunately, uh, we were, we were, uh, exploring this abandoned, uh, uh, palace, uh, that we'd heard rumors of riches, and uh, there was this str- this this very strong, intense monster at the end of it that just, uh, well, almost got me. Uh, if it wasn't for my diminutive size and ability to scamper, I, I don't think I would have made it out. Scampering is key. Can you describe this monster? <sighs> It was a strange spirit. It looked like a looked like a, a woman, like a noble woman. Yeah. Uh, but then it just started lashing out and attacking us. Uh, you know, we're pretty good with spirits. Uh, are you? Yeah. Are we. She says uh, we have, have you, like spirits. <laughs> she says, "Do you have much experience? Like, what's the craziest spirit you fought?" Ah. <sighs> We fought anything. Uh, Spirity, yes, ish. Isn't it? Well, there was a demon that was best friend. Yes, there was a demon ghosty haunted doll, and then there before that there was a ghosty, not really ghosty wizard dude, and after that there were all these. No, a spirit, a, a wizard that was pretending to be a spirit. Oh, oh, okay. But like it's seen spirity while you're right there. So like <laughs> I think that counts. I think so too. Um well, and then the after that are... there were a bunch of crazy spirits with crazy eye red eyes and this is how red eye spirit like oh is it one of those things where if you if you if you talk about them you can summon them? Like if you say their name three times. I've heard about those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we yeah. found them in a house. An old, old house. Here in Nishima? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, anything anything going on? Is there, you know, how's the the countries and everything getting along? She says, it's been quiet over here. Same old. Yeah, I mean... When winds the uh, you know days and turns the nights, nights turn to days. Um, all your friends get killed by a weird spirit lady. Yeah, it's. Well, I'm sorry about that. Kind of what happened. Uh, well, I, I mean, I hope not too I, often. When. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, young kobolds are fairly breakable sometimes, but I think we could probably help, guys. Don't you think? I think we could. She says it would be nice to be able to give them proper funeral rites. 
Aww. That's what I was thinking. You gotta bury your friends. Well, we, we uh, here they they typically uh, uh, that word that means set on fire until it is cremate. no longer cremate. cremate thank you. <laughs> We're not good with words. Yeah. Yes. They typically roast the dead here. <laughs> <laughs> they throw them on a spit. The dead. So we do that thing where they go crackle, 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 and then they go. <laughs> do that thing where you stack the onions on the grill and push it like a choo-choo tray. <laughs> we are oh, firing God. on like half cylinders this session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But um, yeah, hmm. she... She uh, gestures to her her nice armor and says, "You know, we weren't doing too bad before we we ran into ran into that thing." Yeah. What else? What else did you encounter in the in the palace? Ah, uh, there was these floating skulls. Uh, she says their eyes glued. She says their eyes glowed and they uh, kind of bit up and down as they flew through the air and they shot little eye beams at us. Uh, she nice. says, "What's that?" That sounds unpleasant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's the adventuring life, right? It made for it's gonna make for a great story someday. But you know, for Chalik. That's true. Uh, she says, uh, she says, and then there was these like, you know, phantom retainers, I guess. I don't know. They were also spirity sort of things, but they weren't nearly as bad as the as the thing at the end. Maybe, maybe that's what went wrong. Is that we had such an easy time in the front half of it that we didn't really, you know, got a little we, complacent. We were we were blowing our big spells left and right, you know, just having fun. That's that's yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we knew exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says, but we don't have to. I mean, it's almost you know, it's the sun will be setting soon, so it's not something we would want to do today, but. Uh, uh, perhaps you know if there's some time tomorrow or, or in the next couple of days if you want to come with me i'd really appreciate it but i understand too i mean i'm sure you're i mean you're back to go back to your to the family or why i guess why are you here that's weird yeah you're your pilgrimage <laughs> teleportation here lasted accident. we had a teleportation accident oh well those are those are no good but how fortuitous that you ended up here near your home well you know and then meeting you I think it's probably, it's got to be the work of Chalik. Chalik works in obvious ways. He really <laughs> does. He's not very subtle. Nice guy, but not very subtle. She nods, nods sagely. So are you staying, staying nearby? Do you, have a, do you have a nice inn picked out? Uh, she says, I do, in fact. What was the name of it? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, as I click this button. Uh, she says, I'm, "I'm staying at the Sapphire Spear." Uh, she says, it's "Actually, not too far from downtown. I was actually just walking from there to go get some noodles uh, to go with the rest of my picnic lunch when I re- happened to see you." Hmm. You think they have enough rooms for all of us? She says, "That's a pretty big place." Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, she says, um, she says, uh, you know, the food's all right, but you know, being so close to the market, it's it's kind of hard to stay in and eat when there's such a, a variety of options. Yeah, I can I can fully understand that. Mm-hmm. 
Spice uh, life. She says, so I'm a, I'm a paladin uh, of Chalik. Uh, Me too. What, what, oh. That's what? crazy. Well, I don't think it's that crazy considering where we were raised, but um, <laughs> she says, what do the rest of you do? Ah, uh, magic. Mm -hmm. She says, uh, some sort of water stuff, I'm guessing. Why water stuff? Well, because you she got- She turns into an elk a lot. Oh, no oh, offense, yeah. it's just the blue skin. You look kind of like a water genasi. Oh, no, no, I'm human. Oh, okay. Yeah, of, it's, it's, it's a weird, crazy long story. I kind of gently pat um, <laughs> Zori's hand, just like, you know, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> but yeah, I like nature -y stuff. Oh, cool, cool. And she's a real badass in a fight, so. Oh, thank you. Our first fight, like, everybody knocked them all out. She did. It was amazing. It was quite impressive. She looks at your... I you don't know, remember it, but it's fine. You, a little a, bit scary you, you carry, point. like, a staff, right? Yeah. She looks at the staff. She says, that does look like it's thumped a few skulls. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good at that. I can also do a little make it even a harder. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, what about you? She says, looking at 88. I am a cleric of Inca, artisan of the forge. She squints and she says, is that, the, is that what that symbol means? Yes. She says, I'm unfamiliar with Inca. Uh, what does, what's Inca's deal? How? Look at what's your god's deal. What's that? I just love what's your god's deal. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm gonna uh, Inca is the deity of the forge and creation. Oh, so the god of making stuff. Yes. <laughs> cool. I mean, it's not too different than Chadwick. It's just we make stories instead of you know tangible things. You should ask sometime sometime tonight. You should ask eighty eight to show you his carvings. Very very good. And I pull out my little uh, little chalic one or the little my little kobold one. Hmm. You made that. I did. Wow. Very talented. Are all clerics of Inca such uh, talented artisans? Generally, that is one of the most mainstream ways of. Showing one's uh, of practicing the worship of Inca is taking up a artisanal trade. Huh. Wow, that's really, that's really neat. What about what about you? She says, looking at Nithis. I'll make things go boom. Oh, she says, boom mage. She yeah. says, uh, she says, my best friend uh, until recently was a boom mage. That's rough. She says, yeah, I, I try to, I, I try to soldier on. Uh, she says, I, I'm looking forward to being able to give her the proper rest that she deserves, but. Um, you stop. Uh, she says, well, uh, I'm going to head back. Uh, you know, said having finished lunch, she says, I'm going to head back to the, uh, to the Sapphire Spear, but um uh, you all are welcome to follow me if you want to stay there. Or um, she says, "There's a 
if you're if you're feeling like the the eight fates favor you, she says there's a little gambling hall nearby. Um, uh, she says, but I'm probably going to retire for the evening. About what time is sunset? Right. Yeah, the sun's getting ready to set. And we have we already eaten? We yeah, ate yeah. No, you you ate just now. This you was a picnic. Ate. You're you're at a picnic. Oh, I'm. I thought we were going to the picnic. I'm sorry. Nope, it's okay. Are you are you performing tonight? Uh, she says, uh, I haven't performed since, you know. How? Would you Would you like to? I'm sure we could try to convince the inn owner to give us a little time on stage. She says, my song in my heart is a sad one, Gwen. I don't know that that's <laughs> something that that the people of the Sapphire Spear really it's not gonna it's not gonna lift the mood in the place if you get my meaning wouldn't be a crowd pleaser i i understand she says i'm, I'm trying to put on a brave front but my my heart is filled with sadness at the moment maybe we should find like a really sad bar <laughs> that's sean laughing that's where nice. everyone has like long bangs in their face and dress in black <laughs> Somewhere that's doing goth night. <laughs> Hopefully we can put your friends to rest and, and help you try to find uh, find the spirit of Chalapi. Just as I am I'm working on an epic poem to read at the funeral that I think will really will really, you know, capture their spirit and honor them. Oh. I did uh, I did one of those when I was three and never again. My dads were so, they wanted me to get that thing done and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Short form, all about short form. <laughs> she says, I, I got some rhyming schemes that will blow your mind. <laughs> all, she says, all, all in an octal pentameter. <laughs> Brindley's just nodding and smiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of like nerd talk when uh, <laughs> get a couple of Chalik worshippers together. Well, what do you say, guys? Do you want to go gambling, or or I, I think I'll probably just head head to the inn. I I don't know if gambling is really my thing. I don't want to gamble. Yeah, let's go to the inn. Okay. Unless eighty-eight, do you want to gamble? No, I do not. Okay. All right, Zora, you want to show us where we're going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, packs up her picnic blanket and uh, scatters some of the leftovers for the, you know, birds. birds. Excuse me. All right, and so she leads you uh, not too far from the market. Uh, there is a nice-looking uh, tavern just on the... Uh, one second. Oh. <clears throat> Swallowed a little water down the wrong pipe. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, she, uh, excuse me. Yeah, so she leads you uh, not too far from the market. There is a, uh, like a nice, uh, it's actually a three-story building, uh, this temple. Uh, you open, uh, it's, the doors are open uh, to the to the street. Uh, you can see people drinking and laughing inside um, and uh, just a general warm atmosphere. 
uh, Zori says, well, this is the place. Um, I'm up on the third floor. I've got a private room, uh, but um, I'll see you all in the morning. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. See you at breakfast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she uh, goes in, kind of waves at the bartender and heads upstairs. I'm going to ask about rooms. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so uh, you head up to the uh, to the bar uh, where you see uh, the bartender slash innkeep standing there. He's uh, wiping a glass down. You see like there's a little rack of keys behind him. Uh, and he says, uh, oh, welcome to the Sapphire Spear. How may, I, how may I be of service to you this evening? Hi, we need uh, rooms for the night. Of course, of course. Uh, uh, you looking for a shared room or private rooms? Uh, what? Uh... Um, I like a private one. Private one? Uh, what about uh, the rest of you? Is there like a common room? He nods. He says, that he says the common room is our most economical option. <laughs> I'll say, um, I'll, I'll say in the common room, unless, uh, unless you'd like someone to play for their dinner. Uh, he says, oh, are you, uh, are you a child? Oh, Chalik, yes. Um, he says, are you, are, do you come from uh, under the mountain? Yeah, by way of some travels. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm visiting home again. You know, picked I'm, up some lovely new songs in the East. Uh, he says, yes, um, uh, give me a little taste. Let me see what I'd be working with here. Roll me a performance <laughs> check. And tell and to tell me what you're going to be. What kind of song are you going to sing? Um, something upbeat, you know. Uh, uh, I would say there's probably like some kind of uh, a little bit of body travel songs or uh, tavern songs that uh, I, you know, nothing too out there, but uh, mm-hmm. that I learned when I was when I was traveling to the east. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I got a seventeen. Nice. Nice. Um, Cool. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, he says, exotic. Uh, yeah. You, I, can, you, you, I can do some of the old favorites, too, if you'd like. It's, just, it's, up, to, it's up to you and, and whatever the crowd calls for. He says, no, no, you can get the old favorites at any tavern. I think that uh, having somebody here with some new songs from the Far East, he says, that sounds great. Uh, he, says, uh, he says, he gives you a key. He says, uh, Bard's Room. He says, uh, it's the common room that we give to all the people that play for their not common private room uh, if you're in a, if, uh, the common room by the way is five silver the uh, private room is one gold five silver mm-hmm. okie doke are there baths in the private rooms uh, he says um, n- uh, he says uh, oh you must be new to the area uh, yes uh, he says we're Hokkaido's Oh, uh, sorry to hear that. Um, well, uh, the uh, he says the Kaido is known for its bathhouses. Uh, he says um, public bathhouses. Uh, he says, um, uh, and so most people most people bathe at places like that. So we unfortunately don't have any in the in in the uh, in the tavern. Okay, that's cool. Any other questions? Uh, 
How about you, sir? Um, and he points at you, 88. He says, do you need a room? I will uh, share the common room. Half a, that'll be a five silver or half a gold. Right, thank you. Letter five silver. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he says, um, meals are included in your, in your costs, so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He says, um, uh, when can you begin performing? I don't know. I could drop my stuff in the room and uh, be back out in 10 minutes. Great. If you'd like. Sure. All right. Um, right I didn't bring any of my stuff, so I'm going to go to the bathhouse and just be, you know, get all this taken care of. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> take care of all of this. I'll join you <laughs> at the bathhouse. Awesome. Okay. I will start performing. All right. Uh, 88. I will enjoy Gwen's performance. Okay. <laughs> Gwen, go to work with, roll me another perform check uh, with advantage because you are doing new and exciting songs. Cool. Ooh. Uh, wow. 26 or a 26. That's that's good. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, we'll come back to you, uh, uh, Brinley and Nithis. You you head down. The bartender gives you directions to the closest, nicest bathhouse, um, and so uh, and so it's kind of similar to the inn. Uh, there's like common bath areas where you know people are. There's just kind of like big baths and people are bathing together, uh, and then there's private rooms. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a copper piece for the for the um, uh, common room, and then it's a, a silver piece for the private rooms. I'm gonna go into the common. Mm-hmm. My instinct was to take a private room, but if this feels point of going into the common room, not the common room, yeah. I mean, Nithis was in the military for a long time. Yes, but Brimley's trying to expand her horizons. Oh. <laughs> All right. So uh, you two head into the common room, uh, and Brimley, you come in there, and the first thing you notice is that everyone is naked. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm Brimley's purple. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh, we'll come back to you, because... Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So the first thing you notice is that everyone in there is 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 nude, <laughs> um, uh, and nobody, which no, nobody seems to mind uh, or care about. Brinley's eyesight is like a little bit higher, <laughs> just trying not to look like too weird, but also it's a little purple. Mm-hmm. Um. As you as you dip into the hot, uh, soothing uh, bath waters, uh, you, there is a uh, a slight uh, kind of floral scent to them. Uh, cherry, probably by the smell of it, um, like a cherry blossom, rather not cherries. But uh, <laughs> um, um, there's a a tall Goliath woman um, who's in there, uh, kind of near where you two are. Uh, and she looks over at you two and says, uh, hey, you two new in town? Yeah. Brittany internally panics. 
than somebody <laughs> in this tub is talking to her. <laughs> She's just got like her arms back and just kind of relaxed. Uh, she says, uh, me too. Uh, she says, uh, hey, like, uh, what, like, uh, what's there to do around here? Do you know? Oh, we just had a teleportation accident this, like, two hours ago? No, no oh. idea. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got this new spell, and, um, yeah. Here we are! <laughs> yeah. Ah, she says, yeah, it's funny how, uh, Life takes you to unexpected places. Yeah, what are you I mean, doing here? Uh, she says, well, uh, technically I'm the bodyguard for a diplomat. And then she kind of pauses. She says, maybe I shouldn't have said that to strangers. But uh, <laughs> she says, anyway, uh, too late now. Uh, she says, anyway, uh, my, uh, my boss is here on some sort of diplomatic thing. She says, uh, uh, we're, up from, we're up here from... Uh, Pocata down in the islands. So, how far south is that? <laughs> uh, it's probably about as far. Um, God, I really should have put a scale on that cheap, quick map I made. Uh, it's about as far as it is from like Windhaven to uh, to uh, Pericles. Oh, okay. It's it's pretty far. It's uh, so Hokkaido's kind of in the like it's so like a, th a third of the way up up the just giant island. Pocata's like down below it. There's a uh, archipelago of islands oh. that it's part of. Uh, but you probably don't know that your character anyway. Yeah, but she gives us an idea of how mm -hmm. many days of travel it is or whatever. Yeah, she says long trip. She says uh, she says uh, full of bandits and creatures, but made it up here all right. Do you travel a lot? She says, uh, well, my, my boss is always going from here to there, she says. So, yeah, I'm on the road most of the, most of the time. She says, uh, don't really, you know, doesn't give me a chance to do much for myself, but uh, pays good. That's worth a lot. Mm -hmm. well. She says, and, you know, I've got to see a lot of the, a lot of the world. She says, uh, last year we went to some more, uh, she says, mm -hmm. uh, over, on the, uh, over on the mainland. Mm. <laughs> uh, she says uh in the year before that she says uh we were uh uh over in the port city uh down in the southeast corner of the country um yeah yeah yakamina <laughs> she says you know you know she's you know negotiating trades or whatever but uh yeah you know Friendly shines is slightly cool and relaxed, but the water's like suspiciously high around her and just her. What's up here, like Nick? <laughs> uh, she says, uh, "Yeah, so what do you." She says, uh, "What do you two do?" Obviously, oh, something magical. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're from the east, far east, and we're trying to make it as adventurers. She says, oh, she says, are you in the uh, other empire? Yeah, um, Carthal. Oh, she says. No, Windhavian Empire, Carthalian Kingdom. No. I she know, says, oh. she, but you said, you said yeah to the empire. I was just telling Caitlin, Caitlin, 
like that's not an empire we're from a, she actually she know. actually says oh did uh did they fall i heard that windhaven was like it's gonna take them over or something oh i didn't realize you meant windhaven yeah yeah she I says didn't... so you you're from windhaven or no carthal you said it's carthal yep mm. when we left there was ongoing conflict she says, uh, "Yeah, my my uh, my boss is always talking about what happens if Windhaven runs out of space over there. They're going to come this way, but uh, I don't know. There's a whole lot of wastes between here and there, so yeah, that's a lot. It's really far. Yeah, like a lot of trouble. <laughs> huh. I'm surprised anyone over here knows anything about." The Windhaven Empire. She says, "Oh, I, I." She says, "I'd hazard the guess that the average person doesn't." She says, "But uh, you know, when your boss is a diplomat, they tend to have a little more eagle-eye view of the world than the rest of us. And you know, when you spend most of your time traveling, there's not much else to talk about than what your boss is interested in." <laughs> Fair enough. She says, "In fact, I probably know more about diplomacy than anybody in this city, except for her and the people she's meeting with." Yes, that's something. Are you the only bodyguard? Or is it like oh no, you? no. She says it's just. She says there's three of us. She says uh, uh, it's just I'm off off shift right now. Just taking. Thought I'd come take a leisurely soak, see if I could you know talk to somebody that wasn't the same three people I talked to every day all day. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I talk to the same three people every day too. Except my mom. I talked to my mom as well. Yeah, but you love it. Just <laughs> <This year. laughs> <laughs> uh, She says, so adventuring type, huh? Is that a, she says, that's pretty reckless. Like, um, you yeah. like, you doing like the get in, get out sort of strategy for that or? Uh, like <sighs> into what we can find. We walked into town and found someone who needed help with some supernatural something. There was spirit stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're probably going to do that. Sorry, I couldn't hear you, Caitlin. What'd you say? Uh, it's really just walking blindly into whatever we can find. <laughs> she says, well, I hear it pays well. Well, when it pays. <laughs> Which isn't always. She says, enough. She says, hey, I thought about doing the uh, the whole adventuring thing, but I don't know. Just so many people and it just die. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the person that we're going to help is apparently someone who had a an adventuring group and now she's the only one left. Lucky her oh, that she yeah. got out, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Although there's, you know, the trauma to deal with as well. So she says, you know, I, I, I fended off the occasional, you know, bandit or assassination attempt, but uh, it's pretty generally just pretty quiet, which is good for me. I'm sure your your presence is also a deterrent. <laughs> she says, I do get that. I do get that. <laughs> and she kind of leans forward and crosses her massive biceps in front of. Her. Or yep. has the forearms in front of her. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, hey, uh, I gotta 
I'm going to go, but uh, enjoy enjoy the city. Enjoy the rest of your soak. You too. Have a good one. Uh, and the water sinks a bit as she gets out of it. <laughs> Mine doesn't. <laughs> you <laughs> You're only getting up with powers, aren't you? <laughs> Need a minute to get it. <laughs> I love it, uh, Brindley. I'd give you inspiration for that if we still awarded inspiration instead of just getting it. Uh, so she gets out and, and says, uh, "Hey, y'all, have a good day." You too. You too. All right. It was nice. Uh, meanwhile, back at the at the Sapphire Spear, uh, Gwen, you are uh, really throwing an amazing performance. Like the whole people have been like coming in from the street to watch you, and the, the tavern has filled up uh, as you've been uh, putting on a an epic performance uh, uh, with your. It was a natural nineteen, so yeah. nice. Um, and I'm just digging it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm having the best of time. 88, yeah, this, this is like one of the best performances you've ever seen Gwen give. Uh, and the crowd energy seems to be feeding him, which is feeding the crowd, which is feeding him. It's this real sort of loop of, of energy. Um, uh, and then a couple hours later, uh, as you wrap up your set, uh, you are surprised to find that somebody has put in a, a little... Uh, little box at the foot of your stage and it is filled with coins. Oh, cool. You got money. Uh, you earned um, uh, in mostly in small change, but uh, we're going to call it 29 gold pieces for that performance. Wow. Nice. That's a fucking lot, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy nice uh, that more often. uh and then there and then when you finish there's a big like applause and cheers and people stand up and uh it's be the best the best performance reception you've ever received well and it's a form of worship so i imagine gwen feels pretty pretty good about it mm -hmm. so. filled with holy energy do you keep the money that you earn doing your holy work or do you give it to the church? I mean, this is going to be player knowledge, but um, Gwen is going to, because he feels that this is, Chalik called him here to help uh, Zori. Sorry. It's going to go to Zori after tomorrow. Hmm. So, Which is why I wrote it in my description instead of <laughs> putting it in my bag so I didn't forget that part <sighs> all right um, so uh, by, by the end of yeah you two actually have a hard time like getting back into the hotel from the bathhouse because it's so there's people like on the streets like listening to Gwen's performance and stuff like that it's standing room only uh so you're able to squeeze through the crowd. Uh, does anybody want to do anything else this evening? I'm just going to tell Gwen that he was great and that there are people lined up outside listening to him before I go to bed. I felt inspired by Charlie. Thank you. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to go upstairs and nap nap. All right. It's probably a little late to go shopping, isn't it? 
Yes, at yeah. this point. Okay. Uh, it's tomorrow still a weekend day, so you'll be able to do a little more shopping before you hit the uh, hit the old Imperial Trail. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, it is the fourteenth Sylvian. It is a week's end. Um, week's end. Uh, you all wake up uh, in the common room or your private rooms. Uh, Gwen, uh, there's this interesting thing in the room that you're in where everybody, all the bards who stayed there before you, have signed their name on the wall, and there's just hundreds of names. I probably would spend. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I would. I would, of course, sign my name. But um, I think I would probably winding down per, from the performance at the end of the night. I think probably takes a little bit of time. <clears throat> so I'd probably spend half hour to an hour just perusing the names, looking for anything, any anyone I recognize or or any anyone that seems really famous. Um. You catch a couple of names that you recognize as being um, uh, people that came back from their pilgrimage to Chalik uh, and, and then went back out into the world. So cool. uh, just some, some bards that have passed this way through here. Um, Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, no big band stop your starts there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see you see fantasy Kurt Cobain signature on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you wake up you wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. You get your glass <laughs> in the hand, you're gonna rule this city. Uh, you brush your teeth with a bottle of Jack because when you leave for this hotel, you ain't coming back. All right. Uh, so you head downstairs mm -hmm. for breakfast. Uh, you find Zori down there uh, uh, eating e eating some food in a typical cobalt manner. Lack of just kind of shoveling and scrunching. and <laughs> Table manners are not really uh, a thing <laughs> where, <laughs> where Gwen grew up. Hey, sorry. Did you hear Gwen perform last night? Wasn't he great? She says, I did. I did. It was really good, Gwen. Uh, I came downstairs to see what I was all about, and I could barely get through the crowd. I felt I felt inspired. It was, uh, it was probably one of the best times I've had on stage in a long time. Maybe ever. <laughs> she says, it's a good thing I didn't play my old sad songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crowd really seemed to want to want to get get up and moving, so... So it probably wouldn't have fit the mood as well. <laughs> but there's a time and a place for sad songs too, that's for sure. Mostly uh, mostly around the Irish, but <laughs> I wrote now. The Irish, you say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, um, well, uh, does anybody need to get any provisions before we head out? She says, uh, I wouldn't mind stopping by and getting a healing potion or two. Yeah, I could use one, probably. Yeah. I'm thinking if there is a temple nearby, then yes. Oh, I was going to go to a potion shop. I go with you to the potion shop. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what's our is temple? Are you, are you looking for eighty-eight Temple of Chalik, <laughs> or any temple will do? 
Uh, she says, uh, technically the gambling hall is a temple, but you probably want to avoid that. Uh, <laughs> she says, I, I can show you to the nearest temple of Chalak. Thank you. We're, we're pretty welcoming. Mm-hmm. You have any idea where, where a, a good magic shop would be? She nods and she says, uh, conveniently close to the temple of Chalak, actually. <laughs> All right. Go figure. Yeah. Well, then I'll tag along. Totally have prepared my spells while we were doing Sean's stuff, but of course I forgot that we need to All prepare right. spells. Long rest. Yes, long rest, everybody, on your character sheets. Uh, yeah. Prepare your, prepare your spells. If you have to. You're uh, not a sorcerer and have to do things like that. <laughs> have it to make choices. <laughs> much better to just be a sorcerer. <laughs> I tried to be a wizard once. It was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like I dealt with it, but I was not good at it. <laughs> I just wanted to boom. Is there? So, this is a kind of an out of game question, but is there really? We know that resurrection magics are a thing, right? But we found it out during the trial. Yeah, right. But we don't know that anyone else knows that. So, they're Even still function, functionally not really a thing for we're us. We're right? very positive that no one else knows it because we were floored that it was possible. You could start spreading the word. Temples you go to. That's true. I'll leave that to the religious people. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in partaking in this. Just in case. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that because I, I've been taking general repose, but that doesn't seem like very useful. Given these it stops them from turning into undead, if that's a concern. Uh, that's true. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, you make your way to a potion shop uh, slash magic item shop. Um, so if there's anything you want to get, uh, let me know. Uh, we don't need to role play it out, but um, if there's any potions or magic items, we can see uh, if they are available for you. Just want uh, maybe a greater health potion. Oh, wait, I'll say it. Gwen wants an immovable rod. No. <laughs> I mean, yes. How many immovable no. rods are there for sale? Uh, you passed the immovable rod store, but it is closed it's on the end. <laughs> it is closed to the DN saying, fuck up! It's a movable uh, Jimmy's Emporium. It's a it's a, the immovable rod store that has ironically moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why don't you want me to be happy? <laughs> I mean, there's a chance. Uh, there is a chance that they have an immovable rod for sale at the magic store. Don't you already have one, though? I thought you already got one. No. Oh no, that's a that's a different character. Sean's like, am I smiling? If not, yeah, then I, no, my character is not. It's a, it's a it's a different character. It's every other character. <laughs> wow. uh, so. I have two things that I want to look for. Uh, mm -hmm. One is a gem of brightness, right. and the other is dark vision goggles. All right. Uh, dark vision goggles are uncommon, correct? I, I believe so, yes. The gem um, of brightness is also uncommon. 
All right, so pretty high odds that they will be available. Uh, yes for the goggles, and yes for the gym. Just barely on the gym, but last one in stock for the gym. How much for each? Um, just tell me what they do. Um, well, dark vision. Gives you dark vision. Um, the gem of brightness um, <coughs> charges. While you're holding it, you can speak one of three command words to cause their bright light for 30 feet. Um, ex second word expends a charge and um, a creature you pointed at has to make a DC for being blinded. Mm. And the third command word expends five charges and causes the gem to flare with blinding light in a 30 foot cone. Okay. And then any creature in that cone has to make the same DC for being blinded. All right. The goggles are 200 gold pieces. The gem is 500. So 700 total. If you wanted both of them, yes. Um, both of them. All right. Um, anybody else? Potion or magic items that you're interested in getting? Uh, just the greater healing potion. Um, greater healing potion uh, is 100 gold pieces. Uh, Aren't they called I, dark vision goggles? Uh, goggles of night vision, I think. Or... <coughs> oh. I would like um, to see if they have goggles of night. Goggles of night. That sounds cool. Well, apparently, I just don't get those. All right, uh, so that's you, that's Brindley, uh, 88, anything that you're... I'm going to buy four uh, flasks of holy water. Okay. That's uh, why I wanted to go to a temple. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, that is something they sell there. Um, 25 gold apiece. Um, as you come in, there's just... Uh, they're singing and clapping and dancing and one of them kind of sings and claps and dances over to you and and, and sells them to you. So the Hokkaido uh, uh, worshippers of Chalik are hippies. All, all let's be real. All all Chalik worshippers are, are are kind of hippies. All right. Um, uh, and then Gwen, what about you? Um, I was looking for, I was thinking about some um, magical armor. Okay. And I think I can only do up to studded leather. Uh, you can do medium. You're a paladin. You can do heavy armor. You can put on plate mail if you wanted to. Yeah, but I've got a high dex bonus, so I don't want to, I don't want to lose that. Oh, uh, you're plus five. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if, um, yeah, it says, I think studded. it's studded, studded and below. Yeah. Oh, it's barding. So studded would get you up to 17, I think. So if you get magical studded, you can bump it above that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm double checking. Um, so the barding, the barding table has studded leather, which is light. AC is 12 plus. Isn't the barding table for animals? Yes. Yeah. Is there, is there an armor table in? Uh, PHB. If yeah. you go to the source PHB, yeah. Um, it, PHB. Uh, and then it's 
under mm -hmm. equipment armor and shields. <laughs> Barney, it's like, are you looking to armor Winchester or yourself? Yeah. Well, I I just did a search for it. I was like, that yeah. just seems weird. Uh, yeah, studded leather is the only... Once you get to medium armor, medium armor has a maximum of plus two. So, okay. uh, so even half plate would be the same as studded leather for you. But with studded leather, it weighs less and you don't have disadvantage on stealth. Um, yeah. So... Okay. Um, yeah, do they have studded leather plus one? Uh, remind me, is that uncommon or rare? Uh, that is that rare. should be uncommon. Uncommon? And plus two is rare. Okay. Well, it says it's rare in the D&D Beyond. Oh, wait. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong about that. It's swords that I think are... Weapons are uncommon plus one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's rare. Uh, let's, let's go to the dice. Uh, they do have a set, yes. Ooh. Uh, do they have uh, glamoured studded leather? leather? Um, that is studded leather plus one with the glamour on it, right? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it's what Brindley has. Um, they do. So it's uh, 2,500 for the plus one and then 3,500, or no, 3,000 for the glamoured. All right. I don't have anywhere close then. So I will drool over it and think about it. Um, is a, and really anything else would be just as rare. Armor-wise, yeah. Well, would you like to borrow or, some money, Gwen? Or rings? I don't think so. I mean, that's a ton of money. I mean, uncommon magic items are more plentiful and cheaper. So, are there any um, armor? Enhancing uncommon items, ring of protection, cloak of protection. Yeah, there's there's a few. Uh, let's see, ring of cloak, protection. cloak of billowing. Which is what he has. Yeah, ring of protection is rare. Um, Did they bump the rarity? No, I think it could be. No. But cloaks, I think, are uncommon. Let's try. Maybe I just do search for protection. Because I bought a bunch of those for you in the last campaign. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay, yeah, that's uncommon. Cloak of protection is uncommon. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let me know if you choose anything. How much is the uh, uncommon? Uh, depends on what you're getting. Just tell me. Uh, cloak of protection. Right, let's see if they have one. They do. Uh, and a cloak of protection would be 500 gold pieces. Okay. That's more reasonable. 500. Mm -hmm. uh, what color do you want it in? Um, trying to think what would be a good color that goes with blue. I think... Green, purple, orange. If you really maybe, want to perish, orange. Maybe black with a um, with a kind of a lightish purple liner. Okay. All right. So you get yourself a black cloak with a purplish liner. Uh, Zori is just like, oh, that looks nice. Yeah. And I will take off my cloak of billowing as much as I enjoy it. 
<laughs> it bellows mournfully as you stuff it into your oh. <laughs> as you stuff it into your bag of holding. Oh, it's mean. I'm mean to my cloak. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it for me. All right. Uh, all right, so uh, Zori grabs a couple of healing potions for herself uh, and then is ready to roll. If anyone would like a uh, flask of holy water, I am happy to share. I will hold on to one just in case. Okay. We'll give one to Brinley. It should be good. I have one already, so I will use that if needed. Um, Sora's just like I really appreciate you all doing this for me it'll be good to put my friends at rest I, I Chalik Chalik put us in your path so how could we say We're no happy to help alright so uh, she leads and, you and it'll be fun uh, she leads you kind of southeast out of town um, uh, not quite the way you guys came in little further east away from where you were, but still up into the hills. Um, uh, she kind of um, chatters mindlessly about, you know, the last time she was here and going through these woods with her companions and a mm -hmm. little bit of noise. Oh, you say that. Is there anything, um, uh, who's, uh, she's leading, so she'll handle the survival checks. Uh, and then I've got passive perceptions for all of you. Um, is there anything in particular you all are doing as you're trampling through the woods or? Keeping an eye out for wolves. Yeah. yeah. Paying attention to my surroundings. Yeah. I'm gonna be asking Zari about her own uh, pilgrimage and how that was. I think I would be chatting as well. <laughs> Because she finished before this incident, right? That's what she said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she says, it was good. I, I went to um, all the different cities in Nishima and uh, studied poetry and learned uh, people's stories. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that does sound like fun. Were you gone for two... Does, is everyone always gone for two years, or...? It's kind of encouraged. Okay, I just wasn't uh, sure if like there was a period of time allotted for like different destinations, like a cruise. It's not like a it's not like a hard and fast rule. It's not like a year and a day when you make a deal. It's uh, more of a guideline than anything else. She says. Uh, she says. Uh, you're you're just supposed to really you know do it the spirit where the spirit takes you. Um, but of course, if you know, if you come back after a month, they they encourage you to let your spirit wander a little further. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. Makes sense. And really, they kind of expect you to groan into yourself a little bit away from the comfort of the family. Grow? So you mean what? Grow? Groan into yourself. Do you have grown? Yeah, like personality-wise, you so you're not as not as sheltered. You've seen the world. Yeah, no, I I understand the word, but it sounded like you said 
uh, groan into your <laughs> Oh. Make any sense? Why are you groaning? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are tired old people. I just had to stop eating because I got heartburn from like a bite of buffalo out. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> That's all right. Before we started, I decided to get panda, and I overestimated how much food I could eat. I was wrong. <laughs> anyway. Sad that I missed Panda Express. Mm-hmm. It is, I only recently had some, like after not having it for like a year. It's so it's so good. <laughs> it's I'm dead. There's just so much sugar in it that you just want it all the time. Oh. It is. It's like it's eating candy, candied meat. Mm-hmm. Are there are there are there no like super cheap like Chinese places where you live, Matthew? Or it's not really a, as big of a thing up here, unfortunately. That's sad. <laughs> that and One Mexican. Thing. Those are the two things I miss the most about living in the states. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two things that are not native to the states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Panda Express and Buffalo Wild Wings. No, he said uh, Mexican. Oh, Mexican. The wild wing, Buffalo Wild Wings also isn't up here. So. Yeah, there's only two in the entire Seattle area. It's terrible. There well, need to be one. Yeah, when you come down, Matthew, we can go to one if you'd like. Uh, uh, maybe, I think there's uh, there's one outside. There's one, like, downtown, which we want to avoid. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to go there. Uh, but we'll there's another one. There. There's another one in one of the burbs around here somewhere. So. Yeah, right. Alright, so uh, so you, you you talk with uh, Zori about their their favorite foods that you've tasted along your your travels, the different the different Bring regional the Bring different regional restaurants. Um, we, uh, we do we do tell her to to look out for wolves in this area because we got attacked earlier. She says, "Oh yeah, they're very territorial. You got to be careful about them." <laughs> she says, "Don't you know? Make sure you show them a lot of respect, and you know." If you accidentally stumble into their territory, get out. That's why, yeah. Unless, of course, you know, you're, you're badasses that can take them on, and in which case you can kind of do what you want, I think. I don't. Well, we wouldn't want to invade their territory anyway, so we would like to pass through, you know, without causing trouble, if we can. She nods sagely. <laughs> Um, she says, uh, she says, Gwen, you, 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 had a, you had so many good songs last night. Is there any, any songs that you've picked up that are particularly special to you on your, on your trip? Well, I mean, there's a, there's a very, very nice, um, but sad orcish song that I, that I learned. Um, but it's very, it's kind of a sacred song for them, so I don't play it in public. Hmm. She says, maybe you could, maybe, you know, a, a nice sad orcish song sounds like just the ticket for me right now. Since, you know, we're not in public, do you think you could give me a little sample of it? I think everybody else has heard it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and, and play it as best I can. Oh! Natural 20. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Great. Those virtual dice have been hot tonight. <laughs> Just before you go into a potential combat situation, I'm sure that yeah, won't bite yeah, you in the ass at all. <laughs> burn through all those high rolls. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take care of it. Get rid of those now. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, "Wow, that was that was beautiful. that was that was beautiful." Did she cry a little? She did actually. There's little tears that are running down her face. Uh, so, it's a very sad story about uh, you know the Carthalians attempted to kill all of their people and. Uh, much, much like the adventurers that would come through our our mountain periodically, and it's certainly, uh, it's certainly very, it's very special to them, and it was very special to have learned it. So. Jesus, that is truly heartbreaking. She says, "Thank you so much for sharing that with me." You're welcome. She says, a, a "Yeah, lem- you did much better this time than the first time you learned that." <laughs> I've been practicing. Apparently, it's very important to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so um, you guys are you guys tromp through the woods for a couple of hours. Uh, uh, <laughs> occasionally, she stops and has to like like backtrack and take you back a different way she, it's it, it seems like it seems like uh survival checks maybe aren't her <laughs> aren't her strongest of suits um but uh but uh after a couple of hours uh she finally points and you see peeking through the trees the uh kind of the uh i don't know how you call it what kind of, how, what kind of tiles are those are but those kind of rounded tile roofs uh Got it. Um, terracotta. Terracotta. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, anyway, you, you all know what I'm thinking. You see that yeah. peeking, th- peeking through the roof. Um, uh, as you get closer, you see, uh, you see, uh, yeah, this this kind of old looking um, <clears throat> but nice uh, structure. It appears more fort than palace. Uh, it's got like a little raised um, stone veranda around it. Uh, and then two big doors that are shut uh, on the front of it. Um, is is the is the west kind of like the east in that it's since the gods have died, there's it's been kind of like under threat from all sides that it that it's generally in decline. The world. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, is it a similar kind of interaction with nature? Yeah, yeah. I mean, things aren't things aren't great. <laughs> no, that's true. No. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, world builder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put it up on roll twenty there for you. Ooh. I am zoomed way the fuck in. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, "I shut the doors behind me." be a really good idea keep everything um, in, in and <clears throat> out, out can i roll perception for the outside like are there magical barriers or anything like that uh yeah roll me a perception check let's or uh, let's let's just take a you can take a quick look around the outside ah, nope <laughs> uh the only thing you notice is that um there's no exterior windows in this place which seems odd mm-hmm 
probably for all the dead things. Yeah. Is that consistent with a mausoleum? Um, uh, if there's a mausoleum, that would be, um, it, it doesn't look like a mausoleum, but um, you get the idea that this is maybe like a secure stronghold, like a safe place that they took, like maybe like a leadership tube or something like that. Um, And how uh, how tall is it? Is it one story or it's just it one? It's just one story. Yeah. Well, should we Sparkus kick the door down? She says the only thing that's left in there should be the should be that foul thing at the back. So let's. Um, is there a back door? She says. Run out the front door when you left. She says this is the only door we found. Okay. All right. Well, I don't think we need to kick the door in, but we can open it. Why don't we just let Mithis kick it in? She seemed to want to. I don't think that that's going to work for anyone. Okay. Well, you, you asked about it. <laughs> Zori's kind of like, Zori's kind of seemed into the idea. She's like, I, I don't know. I can't kick a door like that open. I'd love to see someone do it. I mean, me too. I can't do it. <laughs> 88, do you think you could do it? How big is this door? Uh, it's like uh, eight feet tall and it made of like a thick wood. I could give it a go if that is what we really want to do. Yes. I think I it sounds decided. Fun, but you don't have to do it. I'm really I will excited. get my uh, double-bladed scimitar out. Let me know when you are all ready. Ready. I cast a lele on my, uh, my staff. I don't think I have any prep spells. Ready. I'm good. Uh... Oh, no, I will go ahead and summon my aberration. Oh, nice. Start <laughs> Idiot's going to cast protection from evil and good on himself. Mm -hmm. uh, I will go ahead and cast... Uh, I don't get to get everybody. I think I'll go ahead and... No, I won't. Never mind. All right. Whatever, whatever you're ready, make a strength check. Guidance. Nice. I want this to be epic. Nice. Wow. Nicely done. The 22. Uh, the doors fly in inwards as you lift your leg up and Sparta kick them open. Uh, awesome. And then uh, inside, you see these fle three floating skulls turn and look at you, uh, <coughs> and we're going to roll initiative. Uh, and Zora's like, ah, crap, they, how'd they come back? <laughs> I was concerned about that. <laughs> That's more like it. One. Get <laughs> out of the way, right? At least it's in the <clears throat> Where's my face? Uh, all right, uh, if you go, you can put your initiative in there for me, please. <laughs> I thought that said scrolls for a second. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is very <clears throat> No, Caitlin's just been reading a lot of 
fanfic. <laughs> All right. Um All right, uh, Nithis, you're up first. You see these three floating skulls with these glowing red eyes uh, floating there. All right. I will... Sorry, it's been a while since I used my little sharp cat. Um, I will ask him to go up and stand um, right there. Between all, right. all of them. Uh, let me get a. I need to create a token for that. Yeah. <laughs> let me do that real quick. I've actually got the token stamper up right now. So. Yeah, token. Uh... Just token with your sharp cat. <laughs> I will. I will find a better uh, oh one of these. One of these at some point. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, anyway, you. Um, uh, it just goes on your initiative, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. It shares my initiative. Cool. If I, uh, but I, I gave you control over it, so you can move it as you see fit. Okay, um, and he gets two attacks. So your spell attack modifier. Okay. So my spell attack modifier, which is plus nine. So first hit on the guy in front of him is a 24 to hit. Yeah, that will definitely hit. <laughs> Second one, nat 20 motherfucker. Go sharp cat. <laughs> Um, and so then that's three hits, so that's 3d8 plus the only thing you increase is dice, right? Uh, yeah, you just roll the dice twice. Okay, plus the spell level. And so which ones are you attacking? Is it the one uh, above it, to the right of it, or under it? Above it. Okay. Both attacks. Um, and so that's then 3d8 plus six plus eight. All right. Oh, all right. Um, so that's 58, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. 23? Uh, 23 points. All right, it's uh, bloody. Nice, and Sharp Cat will stay there. Good cat. Good kitty. Such a good cat. All right, puts up. Uh... Oh, oh, I need to actually do my. <laughs> I was just going to say, it puts up Nithis, who still has not gone. I need to mm -hmm. actually do my spell. Sorry. <laughs> um, I will cast um, um, Firebolt at the one in front of him. So the one closer to you? Yeah, 12 to hit. That will miss. 
Um, let me just check. Do I have a thing? I think I have a thing to help with this. Oh, it's been a long time since we played. It's only been a week, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, it's this. It's, it's January. I mean, a week in this January is like a month. So. I thought I had a thing. I, I know you have a thing that lets you spend spell points to reroll ability checks. I don't know if you have something that lets you reroll attacks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think it was only ability checks, I guess. Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm done then. Sorry for taking up so much time. No worries. All right, puts up the scrolls. <laughs> um, these two are going to provoke from Sharp Cat. Noise. I can only attack one of them, obviously, but. Um, okay, he will attack. Let me go back to this. Um, he'll, t let's see, he'll attack the one in front of 88 as he goes mm. away. Mm, okay. And so that is my spell modifier to attack. Sharp Cat's got the shit. That's a 21. Double hit. 1d8. Ugh, except he rolls for shit. So two, five, nine. Nine points of damage. All right. All right. So these uh, skulls float up to you all. Um, Uh, oh, actually, no, it's going to float the other direction. Sorry, I forgot to, forgot to actually check what they do. Uh, <laughs> they float backwards. Uh, and then this one, uh, the one that Shadow Cat hit, shoots a little red moat, uh, which lands right between Nithis and Bridley. I need all everybody to make dexterity saving throws. Oh as, no! As a ball of fire erupts. Oh no! Zori fails. Oh no! Fourteen. Right. What was that? What was that, Matthew? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, everybody within everybody within my aura gets oh. plus four. All right. So I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for a thirteen on these. All right. I'm using a. Okay, I got it. Yep. It's Dex. Dex save. And one source. Yeah, I ended up at 19. Nice aura. Yeah. Aura is awful helpful. Give me a second. Sorry. And then I go back to X. Roll that shit again. Do better. Yes. Thank God. Okay. Uh, 19. So 24. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you get better than a, than a 13, you, you succeed. Whew, we good. We good. Um, Zori, not so much. Yeah. Is there a way for me to roll dice without having a character in D&D Beyond? Yeah, click the little uh, die icon in the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, even if it's... even if it, No, I'm not on a character? Oh, um, if you're not on a character sheet, then probably not. Uh, I guess maybe I could just do it on... <laughs> You can do it twenty. Like oh yeah, I'll do it on Nithises. Um I'm curious if this will show up as as uh oh. I'm curious if you all will see this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, twenty one. 
Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, you all take 10 points of fire damage. All right, eh? Um, uh, and then the one next to it um, is going to uh, shoot uh, some magical fire bolts from its eyes. Uh, it's magic missile, spoiler alert. Um, and it's going to shoot it at the shadow cat. Uh, shadow kitty is going to take um, 3d4 plus three, right? Yeah. Uh, Shadow Cat takes uh, 11 points of damage. Okay, that means it's... I hate math. <laughs> What's 40 minus 11? Uh, 29, yeah. Uh, and then the one that's floating in front of it... Um, is just going to cast a, uh, a fire ray on the uh, Shadow Kitty. So it rolls to attack. Uh, AC 21 on your Shadow Cat. Um, yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, 15 points of damage. Oof! Shadow Cat! <laughs> Um, all right. 14. All right. Uh, uh, with spells, yeah. Okay. I don't have any healing. Uh, uh, Zori is going to lay on hands on herself. <laughs> uh, so she, uh, she, uh, just, uh, grasps her holy symbol and, and, and then shines brightly. Um, and then she says, I don't understand. We, oh, I, don't know, I, I don't understand. We killed these things. Magic. Um, yeah, they got better. Uh, Leon Hands is an action, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and so she's going to dash up and take some cover here by the uh, behind the wall. All right, uh, maybe there. All right, what's up, Gwen? Um, is there a way that I can wait for eighty-eight to go? Uh, you can hold an action and say, "When eighty-eight does some, something, I'll do something." Do I get to do that, like, and move and do an action, or no? Uh, can I move and then hold an action? Or? Well, you and eighty-eight have the same initiative, so if you want eighty-eight to go first, I say I can say that you can have eighty-eight always go first. Okay. Yeah, I prefer that. Okay. Eighty-eight. All right. Yeah, players players get to choose who goes in what order when they tie an initiative. So. Cool. I'm gonna move up to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I touch the holy symbol set into my chest, there is a uh, flare of brilliant light and spectral flaming swords burst out and swirl around me as I cast Word of Radiance. Uh, so the skulls need to make a constitution saving throw. All right. 
Uh, let's see. One rolled a five, one rolled an eight. Uh, those two are going to fail. The other one rolled a natural 20. So, okay. Two that yeah. failed both take five points of radiant damage. All right. Any other mis misfortunes that befall them? Nope. All right. And... Um... I think that's that's it for my turn. Uh, uh, all right. Then I will run up. Yeah. And as I run, I, I say, what happens if the kitty dies? And then I will attack uh, this one. And with um, pack tactics, I get advantage. Mm -hmm. So I will roll with advantage. Uh, 17 to hit. That'll hit. Roll for 11 points of damage. Okay. And then I will smack you the same one. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Hmm. I rolled two ones. With nice. Uh, 11. Uh, 11 will not hit. I just completely fuckered it all up. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I get to do. All right. Uh, Brindley. All righty. I am going to I'm going to challenge my inner Nishima and just change into a dire wolf and run up to join the fray. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, which one are you, you going to attack the one on Shadow Cat? I, that's my action. To oh, right, right, right. Cool. Um, hold on. Hold on one second. And so, you know, to be safe, I'll stay one square away. Yes. <laughs> Five feet away from the shadow cat because he has an aura that damages things. Oh, <laughs> oh Everyone? everyone's in that. All right. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I was trying to write everything down so I could actually keep an eye on what I was supposed to do. I'm sorry, guys. Um, can we just ignore his aura then this turn? Since I didn't nope. know it? No. <laughs> Uh well, it's how you learn. You, it happens once, and then you're uh, like, "Oh, probably shouldn't do that again." <laughs> I mean, this is the first time we've been near him in combat, so it would be how we'd find out. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, well, sucks. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, everybody within five feet of Shadowcat has to make a DC 17 wisdom save. All right. Um, plus four is exactly 17. So yeah, success. 28. Success. <laughs> uh, uh, the skull failed. Good. Uh, yeah. 2d6. Skull takes seven points of damage. Uh, psychic damage? Yes. Okay. Do we take any on a success? Mm -mm. Nope. 
No damage on a success. And then how's that one looking in front of him? Very, very hurt. Good. Going to use another firebolt on that same guy. All right. You need to, right now you're behind the, you, you probably need to move so you can, there's a doorway uh, you have to be in front of. Right now you're kind of in front of the wall. Just shift one to your right. Yeah, just shift one to your right. There? To your, no, right, to the right. Other right. Uh, that's the left. <laughs> I did. There you go. There you go. Okay. Sorry, I, the door is not kind of hard to see there, but. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I rolled a 12. Uh, total? Yep. All right. Misses. Um, cool. Uh, the um, two, uh, two of the skulls, uh, the two that haven't used fireball, both chuck fireballs, centering them right behind the shadow cat. So it hits everything in the room. Uh, including Nithis. Yeah, we should not be this guy. All right, so I need you to both make two dexterity saves. Uh, the skulls, by the way, seem completely immune to fire. Uh, you notice as the fire has no effect on them. Didn't he take damage on my first turn? Uh, you, missed on your, you, missed your, you missed your firebolt. The cat I'm used. just outside of your aura. It's like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you missed your firebolt on your first turn. You also got a 12 on that turn. Okay. Um, 14 and 17. <sighs> I'm rolling. I'm using a sorcery point for that, too. All right. Uh, looking for a 13 or better on this. Yay, I did it! I passed both. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Buy up, buy up, buy up. I just bet that that is All right. it. Who, who failed on the first one? I did. All right. I, oh, oh, there's two of them? Yeah, mm -hmm. everyone needs to roll two of them. I just, the first one was such a terrible failure, I just stopped. Second one, 14. Does that fail? No, uh, no, that succeeds. All right, okay. so on the first one, if you failed, you take 34 points. If you succeed, you take... <laughs> Uh, if, you, if you succeed, you take 17. Jeez, yeah, I'm going to die. Uh, on the second one, did anybody fail on the second one? No. Everyone succeeded on the second one? All right. On the second one, everyone's going to take 16. Bye. Shadow Cat fades as well, I assume, since it's a uh, concentration spell. Uh, yes. Uh, probably probably should, should have been having roll concentration checks that whole time. Uh, I don't think it was going to matter either way. We all knew I was going to die. <laughs> you're not dead. You're, 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 just, you're just dying. There's a difference. <laughs> and you're five feet away from the paladin. So. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, puts up Zori. Uh, she's going to dash over, um, and she kneels down and, uh, puts her hand on, um, on, uh, Nithis and, um, she's going to give you some hit points back. Um, did the, the third skull do anything? Oh, third skull. Sorry. Thank you. 
That's right. Uh, <laughs> Matt. Uh, the third skull that's on 88. Uh, I appreciate that, Matthew. Inspiration, though you already have it. Um, it is going to... Uh, it's going to do um, two fire ray attacks at you. Disadvantage, because I still have my... Also, it's disadvantage because it's melee. So, yeah. Uh, thirteen. I know misses you. Yeah, those are two misses. All right. <laughs> What's up, uh, Zori? Uh, she uh, she dumps the rest of her lay on hands pull on you, so you get uh, you're at ten, Nethus. Cool. Uh, and then puts up 88. Okay. Uh, so how, how badly are each of these looking? Uh, they're all bloodied. The one to your left is just hanging. Oh, actually the one above you is not taking any damage. Uh, the okay. one to the left of you is hanging on by a thread and the one above it, it's also bloodied. So. All right. Uh, I'm going to make a scimitar attack against that one. Mm -hmm. So the top left. Uh, I'm use my inspiration and re-roll that. <clears throat> 25 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, 7 plus I'm going to do a distracting strike. All right. Where's my spirit die? There you are. So it deals an additional six points. All right. Damage and the next creature other than me that attacks it will do so with advantage. Okay. It's hanging on by a thread, much like the one below it. Uh, and then the bonus action attack I'll use against the one between me and Gwen. Mm-hmm. And probably miss with an 11. Yes. All right. That's it. All right, Quinn. And the two next to me are hanging on by a thread? Correct. Mm -hmm. The right. upper one so, has, you would have advantage against. Uh, and you have his advantage on all of them anyway because of pack tactics. Yeah. Oh, that's also true. Um, I will attack the one between us first. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, with advantage... 22 to hit. That'll hit. For max damage, 15. Uh, it You crush it into dust. Uh, and it falls Yay. to the floor. I like that. I will attack the other one. Oh, not that one. That one. For 24 to hit and 14. It, 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 it was at two. So. All right. And then I will um, step over onto mm -hmm. the dusty corpse of the skull. To the skull fragments, yep. They crunch beneath will... your boots sickeningly. <laughs> sickeningly. That's the one I want to say. It's like walking on cornflakes on accident. Yeah. Um, and then I will be done. Okay. Brindley. I'm going to happily just pad up over here. And then I'm gonna bite him. 
And I have hmm. advantage with pack tactics as a bumper. Nice. So many pack tactics this session. Yeah. Almost as many as last session. Last session. That is a natural 19, so 24 to hit. Uh, 24 to hit will hit. Um, 10 points of damage. Uh, Can it be knocked prone? Uh, it uh, It's flying, so... Hmm. They have hover. Hit it down and it. Yes, they have hover. <laughs> then they can't be knocked prone. They can't be knocked prone. Okay. Oh yeah, condition immunity prone. Yeah, it says it right there on the stat block. <laughs> All right. And then I think I have two attacks. Do I have two attacks or one attack? Where is it? It doesn't say I have two attacks. So I assume that was my only attack. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. And I will be a happy puppy. Okay. <clears throat> a big old happy puppy. <laughs> you uh, happy wag, your I wag my tail and lull my tongue out at 88. Mm -hmm. All right. Nithis, you are up. You're prone. You have 10 hit points. I am going to go ahead and take this potion of healing that I have. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's not too bad for a regular potion of healing. Oh, so, six plus <clears throat> two. <laughs> Eight points. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's see. I do I actually really like the game log feature. <laughs> Just being able, to, I mean, like, I trust you all in what you roll. It's just exciting to see the rolls come in as they happen. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I love my clicking math rocks too much. No, that's fine. <laughs> clicking math rocks. <laughs> ah! Sorry. So there's only one spell left right now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use uh, Sorcery Point to make. Uh, chromatic. How bad is it? That guy? It's not even bloodied yet. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to use um, bonus action to cast a chromatic orb. And this is going to be lightning damage. Fucking hell. That 13. hits. That it does? does? Yeah. Holy oh. crap. 15 points of damage. It is bloodied. That's lightning damage. Lightning damage. Yeah, that's a high roll for. Uh, it, uh, it seems to be resistant to that type of damage, but it does hurt it. Oh, right. They are. <laughs> they are. Haven't been resistant to yet. Uh, psychic, slashing, <laughs> piercing, uh, piercing. Oh wait, you did piercing damage. Uh, it was resistant to oh. that as well. <laughs> is it piercing? Yeah, it is. Sorry. <laughs> Fighting's these are these skulls that I say don't say this lightly are little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little little fireball chucking motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to hide behind the door? 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, where's the door? It's right in front of you. It's sorry. Is it one square? It's two squares two. wide. Two squares wide. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll hide That's here. That's the door. Yeah. Yeah, Thank I you. will hide. I'll peek my head around if you guys need me, but. <laughs> All right. Um, skull. Uh, doesn't want to uh, take any attacks of opportunity. That's the word for that. Uh, but what it is going to do is cast a spell. And um, hmm. which one now? Flaming Sphere is just not as good as it what you would hope it would be. <laughs> uh, really, unfortunately. Uh, it's going to do a second level magic missile. Um, are any of you bloodied? No. Yes. Second level know. magic missile at at eighty eight. So. Oh wait, yeah, I'm bloodied. I think I'm just barely bloodied. Yeah, I am. Everybody's bloodied. Da, 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 da. Bloody party. Hmm. Uh, so Matthew, you take fifteen points of damage. All right. What's up? Uh, and it's just going to float there, and it gets kind of the jaws open and just kind of goes. <laughs> I'm getting total uh, Le Legend of Zelda vibes from them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those blue bubbles, <clears throat> red bubbles. Zori is going to dash in, drawing a mace, and she's going to run up uh, and with advantage because of pack tactics, attack it with her. <laughs> Oh, natural 19. So she'll hit. Uh, and she bashes it with her mace. And it is now hanging on by a thread. And now it's time for 88 to cut that thread. 88. Swing, <clears throat> swing. Damn it. Bonus action attack. Mm -hmm. 19. There we go. Uh, that'll hit. So, eight points of slashing damage. All right. Still up. What's up, Gwyn? I will hit it. And quit it. I... <laughs> that'll hit. No, bad DM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 15 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, crumbles. Oh, good. Those things hit hard. Yes. Yeah, they do. Shall we, shall we all adjourn outside to discuss? Oh, uh, uh, also, um, I think you killed two of them, didn't you, Gwyn? Oh, that's right. So you get two, two silver corns forming your pocket. Huh. We can stay in here, too. I can make us a little thingy. Yeah, I'm afraid if we close the door, we're gonna have to do all this again. Yeah, so I will uh, just quickly touch a point, kind of in the center of, the, or kind of near the wall of the room, and it creates an invisible thirty-foot sphere that we can all be in, and we are um, with total cover, um, plus five bonus to Dex and Wisdom check, 
checks or stealth and perception checks and any light inside is not visible outside of it. What spell is this? Is this Lehman's Tiny Hut? No, this is Hearth of Moonlight and Shadow. It's Ooh. part of my druid circle. Hmm. Cool. That's cool. How long does this last? Um, at the end of the rest. Hmm. So we can take a short rest in here? Yeah, we can take a long rest too. It's either short or long rest, so it would stay up for up to eight hours. Oh, cool. It, but it does it um but it doesn't make you invisible right it just we have uh, total cover so it's sort of opaque oh okay that's pretty cool i assume it doesn't show us that we're not there but it gives us it's Some like little blurs yeah <laughs> It's like looking through that bathroom glass block stuff. All right. That's interesting. Oh, ignore that die roll. That shouldn't have happened. No worries. Cool. That's um, a really cool spell. Um, <coughs> so we can use our hit dice? Before we take a rest, I'm, mm -hmm. uh, 88's going to pull out one of the flasks of holy water and mm -hmm. dump it on these skulls. <laughs> that's, that's great because otherwise at the end of the hour those skulls would have been back <laughs> thank god for yeah. 88 oh good call <laughs> oh my god I've been so pissed off did, did you know that Matthew or was that just a guess <laughs> I'm curious I did but it also seems like a logical thing to do yeah absolutely <laughs> awesome <laughs> alright so <laughs> okay, hit dice I have a feeling Gwen sees this and goes, oh. <laughs> uh, Zori's just like, oh, we didn't do that. Maybe that's why they came back. Huh. Yeah. And let's have a, maybe we can have a, a bit of a, uh, what do you call it? Finding sesh. See what that guy at the end was like. Yeah. And see what the other things did. <laughs> so. 1d10 plus 3. Yeah, skulls are like perfect dungeon creatures because every, they come back every hour unless you get rid of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I love them. But they all are also just little fuckers. All of them. They are little fuckers, yes. <laughs> if you um, if you click the button and then hit I'm sorry, if you fill the squares and then hit take short rest, does it automatically roll for you too? Or you have no, to roll? You have to roll for yourself. I've been doing it that way. I just didn't know if I had to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Up. I'd use all of my hit dice to get to 45. Oof. Wolf Because I rolled like, of the eight, I rolled like three ones. Yeah, I used all but one of my hit dice. Me too. Oh, fuck. How about one? We did not get enough healing potions for this shit. Uh, I will give Nithis a cure wounds. I mean, I'm up to 45. That's only seven points away from my maximum. If you want to yeah, save Yeah, but I got, I got hit points uh, at um, things oh, to burn, wait. so you get nine more hit points. Okay. That'll take oh. me a max. I was going to say, if I use my bottle in the summer court instead, then she'd also get temp HP. That's done it's done 
Is that right? Yeah, that takes me to full. Thanks, ADA. What I do? Cleric, we cleric, and. Not all right so at the end of the um at the end of the rest uh uh zori is like all right well last time we went left uh and and there's a little bit of a circuitous route that you can get to the throne room um and there was uh we had to fight three spirits that weren't weren't, weren't happy that we were there and, and uh Scared one of our friends and possessed another one of our friends. It was quite the, quite the shit. So fear mm. and possession. Anything else that they did? Uh, they uh, uh, they were you know hard to hard to hit with our with one of them didn't have a magic weapon, so you know probably didn't do. And you went left and went all the way back to the bad thing, and that killed everybody, and then you. Let ran away the same way. Yeah, I ran away the same way because I knew we'd, we'd cleared that path. Okay. okay. So we basically have the rest of the building to search. Too. So. Brinley. Yeah. Do your doggy bites count as magical? No. Hmm. Then they may not be effective against the spirits. Probably not, but I'm not. Well, a doggy they, they may not be back. I mean, the skulls came back, but maybe the spirits didn't. Just to be prepared, though. Just in case. I can just hit them with my staff, or do something bigger if it turns out they're nastier. All right. So uh, Zori walks over to the store and says, "This is the way we went. Should we go this way? I mean, I'll trust you all." Yeah, I, think I have so. the ability. I have the ability to protect one of us from charm and fear and possession. Mm, that should probably be Gwen or I mean, because Gwen who's, and, who's uh, got the low wisdom saves? That's the question. Oh, yeah, I got high wisdom saves. I got high wisdom too. Wisdom. Mine's plus two. I'm also plus two. I'm plus four. Plus ten. I'm what? <laughs> Paladins, wisdom you know. plus pa 10 on wisdom. You're pa not. Paladins. Also, well, his aura. My aura gives me plus four on saves, so it counts okay. that into it. Yep. That's ridiculous. Uh, I am going to cast protection from evil and good on Nithis. And, and then you can't cast it on yourself? I can only cast it on one, one creature. It's a concentration spell. Okay. And you're our baby. You have the least yeah, I don't points, know. and also Maybe I don't want you getting possessed and throwing spells at everyone. So, yeah. What's that? I don't want you getting charmed and throwing spells at everyone. So, yeah, my concern was you getting charmed and <laughs> beating us to death. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can all kill each other at some point. Let's exactly. Just... <laughs> Zori, were there any other skulls this direction? No, no, just in this room. And and the spirits didn't have that seem to have any area of effect weapons. Uh, let me look at their stat block. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it also could easily have been a thing. That I mean, they were scary to look at, but they mainly hurt us by touching us or possessing us. So. Um, well, then you know it's probably a good idea to stay within ten feet of me, mm -hmm. because that way I can that way you're covered by my aura. 
I'm I have an aura. I'm a paladin. You do too. I'm a paladin. <laughs> what is, is yours? You guys had this conversation already. Is your is yours like super duper aura? Oh, it's just a normal normal aura. It's not. It doesn't stack. So, either one of us stay within ten feet of either one of us. I guess. <laughs> well, I'm resistant to charm, right? Is that what you did to me, Matt? No, protection from good and evil. Um, so undead creatures have a disadvantage on attack rolls against you, and you cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Okay. Cool. All right, so uh, Zori opens up this door um, uh, into this... Um, nope, that's... I had reveal areas. So you, you see this kind of large room... Uh, filled with like shattered furniture. Um, the walls are covered in, are covered in like dried ectoplasm. Gross. Uh, and she says, eh, this is where we fought them. They don't seem to have come back. So, uh, so she goes cool. in and leads over to this door. Uh, all right. She says, this is a long haul. She says, uh, we, uh, we wisely opted to avoid yeah, the other end of it. So um, I can't guarantee, you know, there's a door that's going to be right on the other side of this. I can't guarantee that, you know, there was a trap. We sprung it. Uh, so maybe don't go too far down. Uh, so we didn't really look that far, far down there. So she uh, opens the door and there's a little, she kind of points to a, a little pressure plate that's been disabled as she walks by. Uh, and says it, it was going to launch these arrows from the ceiling. Uh, nasty yeah. business. It's just mean. Mm -hmm. And then this behind this door is the bad thing. No, no, we got a couple more doors to go. So there's this other other room. Uh, it's filled with like you just see it's filled with like old old rotten furniture, uh, and then. Um, she says, all right, now we got to use our quiet indoor voices because we're coming up pretty close on it. So she opens this, she, she goes into the store, opens up another door, and um, there's these uh, double doors here that she, uh, she's going to roll a stealth check as she opens it. The doors silently swing open, uh, and you see another little hallway with uh, a set of double doors, one of which is open. And she kind of points to it and says, it doesn't say anything, she just points to it and then draws her mace and looks at you all and nods. You have lost Brynn. No, I'm here. You're... Oh, I'm not on the map. I have my character sheet up. <laughs> all right. And so she, she kind of leads into this, uh, leads you all into this large um, throne room. So if you want to put your people in there. Can't see uh, it. I'm, 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 yeah, I realize that. Oh, crap. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Everything's right. going wrong. Oh. There we go. All right. So, this large throne room, if you want to put your people in there. Do we see the fallen bodies? Uh, comrades. 
Yes, uh, you see uh, there's uh, over, over in the corner, there's like, uh, you see four dead bodies uh, over there. Um, Stacked like cordwood. Gross. Oof. So many bodies. Um, and uh, she says, uh, she says she comes out when you sit on the throne. And where does she pop up at when you sit in the throne? Uh, from behind, she points. There's a so there's there's the throne. There's two little statues, uh, and then there is this little like kind of three part three panel privacy shade over in the left corner. Uh, you guys, Liz, uh, are you the best against protecting yourself against possession and stuff, Glenn? Maybe you should do it. And the rest of us should just be there. Where does she come out from? Behind the throne or behind the screen? Behind the screen. Oh, okay. So Gwen sets in the chair and the rest of us go over here and get ready to attack? Or you can kind of... Oh, I was going to go far away from her. <laughs> yeah, I think you want to stay in my aura, don't you? That's fine. Um, so will, will we be able to see her if we're all the way over here? All right, as you guys get in position, you look around and realize that she is no longer there. The door to the room slams shut. Oh, uh, Zori is no longer there. Uh, and she says, through the door, she says, I'm really sorry about this. Uh, she she takes, she eats the souls and I get what's left over. Uh, I really need to afford to go to the afterlife. So, no, nothing personal, Sib. <laughs> oh, Damn no. it. Betrayal. These are that. These are those goddamn capitalism priests, uh, and that's where we're going to end the session, and where we'll pick up next time. <laughs> what? Oh, it's the Ferengi god. Uh, and as you look over at the bodies, into a cult. And if you look at uh, if you look over at the bodies, you realize that none of them have anything valuable on. Ah, oh, interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's where we'll that's where we'll pick up next time. Well, that What's happened. a bitch? Son <laughs> of a biscuit. Well, we uh, we may have been well, slap happy. <laughs> we may have been slap happy for two thirds of that, but uh, <laughs> hope you all hope you all enjoyed the session. We did. Yeah, we finally woke up enough, like, near to the end of it. We weren't being completely ridiculous. I do feel like my brain only just engaged. Like, yeah. yeah. Me too. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go.